Welcome to the podcast. Another one. We're at episode 190 for the struggling hunters. 90. What did I say? 190. Oh, I meant 90. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you want to give out false information. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, I appreciate, I appreciate the correction. I can't believe, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, you just like aged us a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I feel like our future is bright, so I was just kind of imagining right. that. <laughs> All right. Well, my bad. So yeah, episode ninety, not one ninety, ninety. Um, got the struggling hunters. You got the big show, Joe, and Howdy. you got myself, mm, Eric, and. Uh, we're back at it with another podcast, I guess, to kick things off. Uh, Joe, what uh, what'd you think of last week's podcast? We did that one together. and Well, I think I, I might want to start off by saying sorry if it sounded like we were a little, little lost there for a minute before we got into a groove, if we got into a groove. But it was, it was I liked it. It was fun being together for the first time. Or not for the first time, but the first time in, in – Oh, a year and a half, I guess, since we've done one together, not over Zoom. But um, I thought it went good. It was it was fun to be together and to, I guess, to fill of each other's company in person, not over a screen. That was that was nice. Yeah, yeah. A couple things. I mean, the way I started out tonight, you said that you said sorry if we felt a little lost last week, but the way that I started off tonight's podcast, I think. I think I was a little lost tonight or probably worse off tonight than I was last week. But uh, to kind of go off of what you were saying, I, at first, yeah, it, it felt a little weird or, or whatnot. Um, trying to get that flow. Cause we're so used to doing this zoom stuff, right. to get that flow with each other. But I feel like it kind of, it started really panning out in the, you know, in the middle and, and toward the end, it started working out and um yeah, man. I don't know. It was it was fun though. It's fun to do do one together like that, and and um, yeah. Hopefully, in the future, we can do more of them. And I I, I really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it was just a good it was just a good podcast. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was too. It was a couple of good topics. It was. I guess it was kind of fun too to be together as we kind of redid a little bit of a review. Um, not of the full year, but of part of our hunts and stuff. Yeah, some experiences and things we'd you know look look forward to for next year. Yeah, yeah, it was it was just uh, just a good podcast, and hopefully, hopefully we keep bringing them. Um, you know, I think I said the same thing last year. It feels like uh, this time of year it's really hard to bring up good topics or. You know, we're not doing a lot of, we're not getting out hunting as much as the rest of the year. And, and, um, right. So yeah, just trying to come up with topics and, and, and have ideas for the podcast is, is, uh, can be a little bit challenging, but you know, Hey, we're getting through it. And, and, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I was trying to, I was trying to, I'll be honest. I was trying to segue into, uh, into our, 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 archery topics here um but it just didn't quite work out the way the way i was hoping so uh let me just go ahead and segue in uh so tonight uh we're doing the um 
10 tips for bow hunting elk. And uh, the last few weeks, we've started off with get in shape, practice, be bivy ready, find elk, and hunt hidey holes. Joe, I've been kind of talking a little while. I'll let you take it off from there. I know you kind of have some thoughts on that. Yeah. So, you know, and if you read the article, he goes into uh, to kind of give the point that um, elk don't like to be pressured and bothered and, um, or, you know, messed with, they want to live their life out peacefully. And, uh, and so they they try to find those spots and, and he, he tries to drive home the point of uh, getting into like the kind of the, the hard to get to places. It seems, you know, everyone, it seems like elk have figured out that there's a certain areas where people don't really like to go. <laughs> and those are typically the, the areas that, uh, that are hard to get to. Um, maybe, you know, like little steeper terrain, um, thick brush, dense trees. Um, but, you know, there's ways you can get in and get around it, you know, or, or hunt that to be successful. Use that to your to uh, your advantage. And he says, you know, at the end of it, he says, if, uh, if you've, uh, you know, you'll have elk all to yourself. If you get, you can find these spots because no one else is willing, willing to get into. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, my thoughts on that, I think it, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of interesting as we like talk about it this year's hunt. It's kind of fun in a way because this is the first year we've kind of had not uh, the grab and grin horns success, but we've, got into elk this year and got to got to see some and watch some and uh and so i feel like this next year and every episode previous is gonna you know we we always throw in what our experience was like this past past season and uh and with that you know it's kind of a big success story for us even though we haven't put in anything on the ground but uh this last year i was hunting one area where my tag was just good for a spike bull and a cow and i chose a spot on the map uh it was just it looked kind of you know it was a big big bull area i didn't realize how you know bad it was um but i got up there before dark and sat there for a couple hours and you know i got to watch a handful of bulls um go down or down in this kind of the bottom of this bowl in this little ridge and stuff that that was on there uh so i guess what i'm getting at is i felt like i found one of these hidey holes and it was one and it was kind of interesting too to me too because i wasn't that far from the road <laughs> and uh i did go down into this spot the next day came across there's a lot of uh would it be scrapes is that what or you know like where they tore up the ground oh yeah yeah Um, rubs on a tree and i think a scrapes on the ground but you know there's a couple spots where the ground was rubbed was scraped up pretty good um 
you know there was elk elk fur on the on on the trees that where they went through i couldn't get into didn't get into anything but hiking down it was a steep hike down into it and my um it was steep and then there's a lot of deadfall so it was a heck of a hike to get down into it and i went down even further and i was going to hike up this other side and i got looking to where i was going to hike out of and i was made the decision that i didn't want to go any further because if i got something down in there further than what i was was it was going to be not a fun pack out yeah but uh but i did see a lot of sign of elk and uh and it was kind of a you know a good reaffirming thing of uh finding hidey holes mm-hmm. and you know like what not, i guess not what to, i yeah like what to look for what that what exactly that was that going to be because it you know as looking back on it, it it was a north facing slope um it was this huge bowl that in the middle of the or kind of the one side of the bowl there was just this little finger ridge that was down in there a little further that gave the elk kind of you know like a little little place that they could get up a little gain a little bit of elevation um good feeding area and there was there was like a, a spring down to one side of it so there was water in there for them and it you know it was a great little setup for them and no one else was was going on that side everyone else that was there like you know they're just four wheelers and such but they were all going to the um south side of the so it was like a main finger ridge this big mountain i guess <laughs> but uh but it was atop this ridge and everybody was going to the south there was like five four or five four wheelers and everything and everybody went to the south and i was the only one going to the north i don't know if they saw anything but you know, it was just kind of interesting too yeah that you got into that activity yeah and it wasn't like you know, it wasn't just one or two bulls, but like I was trying to count in my head. There, I know one. Like there had to see. I think I saw two, maybe three, two bulls going down one spot. Then I had two other bulls up, up from where those two bulls were going down through the bottom. And then there was one up higher. So that, you know, like there was five bulls. I'd probably safe to say there's at least six oh wow running around in there and one of them was i you know was a pretty good bull i didn't get to watch him for very long but you know <laughs> good bull if i had a big bull i probably big bull tag i probably would have jumped down in there <laughs> yeah for sure but i i do uh man with my experience I feel like every time I get into, I don't know, I say that, and I, I've I've seen a few people back there, but that's that's the thing though is is a lot of the time, in my experience, a lot of people are just on the roads, driving around, and uh, hoping that something you know some crosses the road or whatnot, and and um, I've seen I've seen a few people in the backwoods and stuff and ran across them, but but uh, you get you get a couple miles into the woods and it's kind of lonely out there as far as people and right but with that said i mean that's where that's where i see the sign and that's where 
kind of gotten into activity and it's a good uh yeah i i think uh i think doing that and kind of going where you know you feel like most people don't want to go is is definitely an advantage true and it could be tough and that's why you know probably the number one thing on here getting into shape going back to that i mean that's that's really why you want to do it though is because yeah. It's tough getting back in those hidey holes. And I think, yeah, that's, that probably should be, you, you know, like you just said, should be labeled uh hidey holes and shape being in shape. Like, yeah. you know, if it's a, it might be like, I, I wasn't that far from the road, but the hike down to where I was going, it was a, you know, fairly steep hike. It wasn't just a walk in the park to get to where they, even though they weren't far from the road, it was still a little bit of a trek to, you know, it wasn't that far of a distance, but the terrain was was steep and full of deadfall. And so it made it – it sucked going down and out of that. Well, if you think about it, you know, um, they probably through years past, they just kind of – they just understand that, uh, you know, that's kind of a sanctuary for them. So that's why they're – I mean, that's right. a lot of activity for one little area, right? That you walk down it. I mean, you know, what'd you say about five or six bulls? Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of activity for that little little bit. So it kind of tells me that they like they kind of they kind of know what the program's all about up in there, you know? Right. And I'm kind of excited too because for this next year coming up, uh, because I was. I got thinking about it and there's a road that I can actually go around to and I can look from the road back up this Canyon. It's kind of a ways. And I, I was kind of surprised. I didn't see much people like road hunting on that side or glassing, you know, back to where I was. So I kind of hope I can get in there this, this year and do some, I guess, road spotting, you know, just to see like it's, from the road to where those elk were it's it's that that side where i'd be driving the truck on that one that's a steep and it's a long hike down in there from there so you know it's not even appealing to like really want to take off and go hiking into there from the other side but i can at least i feel set in my truck and (laughs) look across to see if i can see anything see what the program is yeah yeah that's kind of a tactic too that i don't know is talked about enough but you know instead of wasting a bunch of energy and stuff if you can utilize a vehicle to uh right kind of spot where you're going you know i mean i i feel like i mean i don't feel like there's nothing wrong with it i don't feel like it's necessarily road hunting i mean you know you're just trying to i feel like it's just different you know it's you're just trying to find your advantage and Correct. Well, and that's like the one thing too, like we talked about last week, you know, like using the glass and spending more time behind it. Like that's maybe how you can find some of these hidey holes or, the, or these sanctuaries. If you can find a good spot, if it takes driving your rig around and it might be just off the road, but just up some nasty hillside that no one else is going, you know, it, it, I don't, the other thing too, like, I don't fully understand is, is, is there like a time limit for these 
hidey holes too. Like I know, well, I guess there is as far as the hunt's concerned. Now, you, you like, you know, like a, a, here's a, a spot where the elk don't, where the elk feel safe at, I guess they're probably more or less going to stay there till they don't feel, till they feel like they've been there long enough or they haven't seen anybody, like seen a human presence or something. Or do they just stay there until winter comes in and they get pushed out too? Pushes them down. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing about elk because they're uh, they can they can move so far so fast, but then at the same time, if there's nothing pushing them, are they gonna? Do they need to move? Do right? You know, are they gonna move? Yeah. Oh, maybe we better. That'll be the. Maybe that's something that we could like look up and try to figure out for sure. Like what what kind of movement they actually do. Right, because I you know I've heard people talk about like you know they'll they'll kind of graze in a circle or something. You know, like they'll they might be back to that spot in a week or something. You know, like but they're just taking their time going around the mountain. But I guess if they feel if it's a sanctuary, that probably. You know, they feel safe. They might hang out there longer than you expect. I feel I feel like that has to be pretty true, right? Because the um, you know, I guess the the word that we're kind of saying is they're pretty they can be pretty nomadic, right? Right. But at the same time, if they're not really being pressured, are they gonna is there a reason for them to be nomadic at that point? Right. Like it kind of goes like, I feel like there's like a ratio of being pressured to not feeling the pressure and, and time being there, not feeling the pressure too. Yeah. If I even make any sense at all. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, just kind of getting off on the weeds on that. No, for I mean, sure. we're, we're, we're talking, we're just saying like, you know, try to find hidey holes to hunt and go a little further. And then we go off in the weeds about how <laughs> nomadic they are. Right. And then, right now that's probably why we don't, we aren't all that great at elk hunters too, because we're, we get out there, we get talking like, Oh, I think I'll just go over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, you say that though, but like, I feel like we've gotten, I feel like it's gotten better and better. I mean, obviously our success rate still ain't high as far as out go, but um, man, like I, I feel like we're figuring the game out and it's probably from doing all that, you know, talking about, right. Let's go over here and, Oh, that didn't work. And well, and that's like, you know, you know, trying to, you know, we talk about trying to make changes and stuff and do understand and do better. And, you know, like the, we, this Heidi hole that I'm talking about tonight, you know, like I kind of did the, well, it's a north facing slope. It's a big bowl. There's a bench in there where the elk want to be, or people say where elk want to be. And I tripped across elk, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's kind of another fun- point, but I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of funny to what you say, though, about that, because uh, I feel like that's where we kind of got into more activity is is staying with the programming in, in in that sense. Uh, and what I mean is, is we, we took all those, all those little, little pointers and actually played them. We actually looked for benches. We, we um, worked the draws and tried to, you know, watch our wind and, 
Um, I mean, I was pretty, pretty excited this year, you know, for whatever it's worth, I was pretty excited how much activity we got into true. And, uh, you know, obviously the ultimate goal is to have some success, but, but, um, man, getting into the elk, the way we did, you know, for both of us, I, I, it was kind of exciting to have that much activity and couldn't quite close the distance this year, but, um, we just got into so much activity and I mean, I, I don't want to be too confident cause I'll get humbled real quick, but I I'm confident to think that next year, I don't see how we couldn't run into that same type of success and, and work off of what we learned this last year to, to next and put it toward next year to help our chances of success. Right. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to try to figure (laughs) out. Yeah. And you know, I guess that's, yeah, it is fun to figure out and we're sitting here stumbling over our words, trying to understand what, what we're trying to say. And I guess that's, you know, it kind of goes back to why we're doing this podcast too, is just trying to create a platform that for those that are listening can learn from, how how we're struggling <laughs> to become better and then to even like discuss it between ourselves so that way maybe next year you know it's not like starting all over on a clean slate of okay I hunted last year what were the things that I I try I'm trying to I, I need to learn from last year to better myself this year and you know getting on and doing the podcast once a week and talking about some of those things that we've messed up on and we felt we did good on, you know, like reiterate some of that and help and hope drive that home on the stuff that we did good on. So that way it's, we're not trying to recall it open in morning. Yeah. 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 That's what, that's what kind of, yeah. To reiterate what Joe said. I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is about is, is obviously we wanted to, we wanted to, go through all the motions and everything, you know, to, to, for, for, you know, the guys listening and stuff to go through all the, all the things that way. But I think it helps me and Joe out more than probably we help other people out sometimes, right. honestly, cause we're just trying to figure it out. You know, we just, I mean, it just, it's simple. We, we love doing this stuff and we just love talking about it and figuring it out and, so we kind of put ourselves out there, you know, it kind of, kind of sucks. I mean, I wish it'd be like, Oh, you know, you got to do it this way, you know, and right. do it oh. this way or there's no way and be all confident about it. But I mean, you know, Hey, we're putting ourselves out there. It is what it is. Right. I don't care. But I think, I think we're a little better than what we put off. Sometimes I think we, I know we put in the work. You know, yeah. and it's public land hunts. I mean, yeah, you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, it's just some of these people that are glorifying their, their hunts. I mean, that you know, they're, they're a little more fortunate. Maybe, you know, <laughs> we're, we're just trying to, we, we got all the elements. We got the public land, you know, we're hunting against other public land hunters. And well, and like, you know, the other thing too, is kind of, inter- I know we've talked about it in the past, but but we're two guys that have hunted kind of off and on their whole lives, but, you know, I've seen some success 
in the deer world, but not not in the elk world yet. In in just trying to understand that, like I before I even got into elk hunting, I'd talk to people and that you know, like oh, you, you uh, I had a belt buckle that was had two bull elk fighting on it, and uh, I wore it for years and really liked the belt buckle and it i wore it out but anyways um people would always be like hey uh you 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 elk hunt like no well what about your belt buckle like i just like the belt buckle and you know and i was like i don't want to really go into elk hunting because i don't really understand it and and i haven't didn't have anyone taking me out elk hunting and you know deer sounds almost like in a way shooting fish in a in a barrel because there's so many more deer than there is yes you still still got to hunt them and work hard but you know trying to find elk habitat is different than stumbling into deer habitat but uh but i was always in you know like oh i'm i don't out hunt elk because i don't have anyone that really teach me and i don't understand them and and over i've, I've been hunting elk i guess now for i think it oh this is like seven or eight years and haven't got anything yet but you know it's all been a learning process for me and trying to digest all the information and to where i understand what i need to do that's you know that's that's even though people like oh you know like this is all you got to do okay i hear (laughs) you and i get out there and it's like i think i'm doing this the way they said to do it (laughs) yep but yeah well it's funny that you bring that up because I was thinking about that very same thing the other day about kind of the fact that we have hunted all our lives. And, you know, I look back whenever I was younger and I'm like, man, I I thought I was a good hunter, you know, like, I mean, you know, (laughs) not that I was bringing home trophies or nothing, but I mean, I got my deer every year, you know, sometimes (laughs) does sometimes bucks, nothing. I never got like a big old trophy buck, but you know, you know, get lucky and get a buck or something. And, um, but yeah. And, and I, and I really thought I was a good hunter, but then with a little perspective and age and, and then transitioning over to elk hunting and focusing on that, I'm like, (laughs) I wasn't, I wasn't really half as good as I, I believe myself to be. And, and, uh, uh, I wish I would have probably, paid a little more attention to some of the mentors I had and uh, put in more effort toward it, I guess, toward elk hunting, especially, especially when we lived in Idaho, cause it was, it was still good there too. But anyway, yeah. it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Just, just one of those things I was kind of reminiscing on. I'm like, man, I thought I was such a good, good hunter back then. I wasn't nothing right you know, still yeah. i still don't really feel i mean i don't feel like i'm you know we never cl- i mean that's why I've, we've said this before but that's why we're the struggle hunters i don't we don't claim to be great hunters we just love love doing it and trying to figure it out and hopefully one day maybe we can consider ourselves okay hunters but um you know just love doing the stuff so right uh, but yeah man i mean as far as my old cut never went I'd buy a tag. I'd probably bought a tag like every other year at elk tag. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, if it, if one runs in front of me or something, you know, I'll, if I see one, I'll shoot it or whatever, but mostly just 
hunting for for uh for whitetails right Right. I wish I wish that we could go back to Idaho though, like kind of knowing what we know now about hunting and even whitetail hunting, like uh really getting into it with 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 whitetails. Cause I look back whenever I was younger, reason I bring that up, because I look back whenever I was younger and I was like uh, things that I've learned over the years, I'm like, I don't think I was putting myself in very good positions to get the trophy bucks. You know, I right. was um, I was just kind of hunting wherever and, and, uh, man, I'm, I had a couple of, I mean, I've talked about it before, but I had a couple opportunities for some nice bucks that were just pure luck chances, but I'd hesitate just a second too long or, you know, there's always a reason. Right. And then I di- ended up not getting a shot off or whatever the case may be, but. But other than that, I mean, that was just pure, pure luck. But I look back now and I'm like, man, I wish, wish we kind of still live there. Maybe go after some trophies, you know? Right. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to put that in a hunt for one of these years. I definitely would like to go back to, there's a couple of spots that I'd like to check out to see if there's anything worth hunting, you know, or not worth, well, of course there'll be something worth hunting, but just kind of just to, check out and and see yeah yeah i look back on some of that and and think like some of my opportunities that i missed out on was probably not being at the right spot at the right times right you know miss missing the time like the afternoon hunts hunts right not being in the right spot for those and um yeah, yeah, just kind of, I don't know, would have been, would have been fun, would have, would have been fun to kind of dial that in a little bit better. Why, why we lived over there? True, true. It but, would be, would have been, yeah. I mean, do you even just understand and, yeah, like you said, just the little bit that we know now, taking that back then and, and dialing stuff in a little bit better. For sure. Yeah spending more time in the hidey holes i think at the end of the day i just realized i'm like i don't know how this podcast is going to come out number 90 might not be the best one that we've ever done but it's another podcast so it is what it is but um yeah bringing it back to the hidey holes if we could have found better hidey holes in idaho right yeah so i guess you know finding them hidey holes no matter what what you're hunting it will help you yeah yeah (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think, uh, that's about all I have for, for what we had tonight. We'll kind of just maybe cut it off and call it, call this an episode. Sounds good. Um, did you have any closing remarks? Last words? Uh, last words. Nope. Just, uh, I say nope. And then I say just <laughs> my last words are is, uh, the next couple months just gearing up to, uh, work on, work on making some podcasts, trying to figure out some content and, um, and working toward the Turkey season coming up, try to figure those things out, those little boogers and, uh, and figure out what we want to do for our hunts this next coming year. And, and, uh, yeah, just 
get close. We're getting close to that 100 episode. So maybe after 100, we'll start getting good at this thing. <laughs> uh, we might. It might be a thing. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> but stay tuned and uh, follow us as we hit episode 100. See if we maybe get worse or better. That probably all depends on the on the mood you guys are in that listening to us. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys taking time out of your day, your evening or your afternoon, listening, watching us, whichever it may be. Um, we really appreciate it. Give us a like and a subscribe. Um, you know, next week we'll we'll have another topic, another rabbit holes. We'll go down somewhere, I'm sure. Um <laughs> we'll keep you in that in that suspense. But yeah, thanks again, guys. Um we'll catch you again in episode 91. Have a good one. Later.